Hello everyone, good evening to you all again on a warm Sunday evening. This time we are going to act a bit responsibly and we have come up with a podcast with practical tips for students who are preparing for exams. This is again an article written by K. Balakumar and narrated and adapted by Mukundan. So another school year has started and the BB and the anxiety levels are shooting up. I mean for the parents that is. The children are mercifully cool with the legs on their table playing Pokemon Go. But for how long? It's going to be only a matter of time before the madness of exams gets to the students as well. So to lessen the burden on lessons, here we are going to offer a carefully prepared manual on various subjects and how to tackle the examinations of them. So let us start with the first subject, English. The language paper English offers the highest creative challenge to any students because the person in charge of correcting the paper is not going to read it, read what has been written on the answer sheet. And mocks are generally awarded in English on the basis of critical academic criteria called weight of the answer sheet. Teachers also don't read the answer sheets for an equally important reason because they are bored to death. So we don't have any practical advice on how to tackle the English exam. Next comes the subject called physics. Apparently physics experts are not sure whether the apple indeed fell on Newton's head. We don't care. We would have preferred a coconut to have fallen on Newton's head as it would have left him in a state of dazed delirium. Seriously, we are angry on Newton because due to Newton only that teachers have asked successive batch of students to verify the value of gravitational pull. The chosen way in physics lab is to figure out the value of gravity is through an experiment called simple pendulum where a small spherical ball is made to dangle through a cord and is allowed to oscillate in random directions. Students go through this experiment carefully after which they write down the numbers they had memorized beforehand to arrive at the value of gravity. A more practical method of deducing the value of gravity would be to ingeniously involve the same very metal sphere of a bigger size, tie it in the simple pendulum and then bang it on the physics teacher's head. The size of the resultant concussion on on his head will help us to derive the precise value of the gravity. But this Newtonian experiment is now out of fashion. So what we have as a practical suggestion for physics exams is to start believing in God. Even Einstein did believe in God. At any rate, they say God never fails. Okay, wait. But has God taken the IITJ entrance test exam? Not likely. If he had taken, he would have failed it. Now comes the next exam called chemistry. Chemistry is the advanced branch of science that has been dealing with SMS language even before ordinary telephone has been invented. We are referring to CH3COOH4H10MNO2 which for a lay person can come across as a notation of someone who is incapable of differentiating between numerals and letters. Students are also asked to determine in chemistry labs whether a particular salt is nitrate or phosphate or sulphate. In my school chemistry lab, we relied on our dear friend Prakash 
to identify the salts assigned to us. Not that he was a chemistry expert, rather his father was an expert cook and Prakash had it in his genes to identify the salt by literally tasting it. Needless to say, now Prakash is a Michelin star chef in New York. We would like to tell you that there are two branches of chemistry that you need to be aware of, organic chemistry and the chemistry that the choreographers keep talking about in reality shows. In our opinion, experiments involving the second type of chemistry fall under the ambit of human biology. Which leads us to the subject of their biology. It is generally believed that all biological experiments somehow involve the dissection of a frog or a vivisection of a rat. This is based on the enormous erroneous conclusion of biologists that if you vivisect rats, then you can understand human beings as well. The formula for according to the biologists is if DNA of rat is XXXX, DNA of a human being is XXXX minus two legs. So the only practical advice we have on biology is all biological experiments cannot be attempted inside a class or at least in front of the teacher. Next comes the subject of mathematics. This is the most precise science in the world except that when you are the one actually trying to solve a mathematical problem by yourself. Mathematics classes also call for the use of logarithmic table which is a convenient and handy tool because it provides enough space to secretly write down many formulae and equations that you cannot otherwise remember during the exams. The important magic formula for mathematics students to remember is at the end of every problem, at the end of every answer that they write for any problem, they should conclude with the statement, hence this theorem is proved, irrespective of whether they got the right answer or not. Next comes the subject of accountancy. Accountancy is basically a wonderful fiction written through difficult and rare medium of numerals. They say number, numbers don't lie. Those who said so haven't met the chartered accountants. Frankly, in our opinion, accountancy students don't really need any special advice on taking exams because whatever be the mark they receive, they surely know how to present them positively. In conclusion, the underlying idea of how the above manual that you have presented is that sincere students who are busy preparing for exams won't be listening to our podcast and the ones that don't care about the exams are busy playing Pokemon Go. Well, if the sincere students did indeed listen, listen to this podcast, God help them save their grades. Thank you very much. For more such practical tips, listen to us at Love Please in SoundCloud and on iTunes. Have a good evening.